Because it says John I wants answers in high quality. They all watch it on YouTube. And there it's going to be in high def. But the, two, but, the, but, but the people watching live right now, watch. Yeah, wait, wait, wait. Sure, go ahead. People, say the thing. Say okay. the thing. Tonight, <laughs> there's a lying guy running for governor. Is he going to beat us in the primaries? And then we give advice on how to get a job in tech. Are they going to steal our jobs? And later, impeachment. When does the good part start? There's no stopping us now because we're live. We need. No, no, now we need the 60 minutes video. Now we're gone. We're gone. <laughs> what the hell is going on? I'm John Thompson. I'm John A. Vink. I'm Keith Statenfield. I'm Loretta Beavers. I'm Jim Tu. I'm Jennifer Sim. I'm A.J. Minnick. Those stories tonight on John Wants Answers. If it says November 14th, 2019, then we're live. Okay, back to my point. Okay. See, here's, here's the thing. If your calendar says that day, yes. and if they're watching us, uh -huh. definitionally they are not watching us in high definition. Because the station doesn't broadcast in high def, and they can't see high def on Facebook, which is the only two places you can see this show on the day you just said Wait. when you said we were live. But... I upload this to YouTube. Like, when we walk out of here, yeah, yeah, but I'm I just can saying upload YouTube from right an away. editing point of view, you could superimpose the in high def after we tape. I, I, that'd be a lot of work. We're live. We don't have, like, I don't have time for editing the show afterwards. That's why we do the show live, so there is no editing. And then with the high def version, as long as, long as you can sleep YouTube, knowing you're lying to the tonight, audience, that's fine. People tonight can watch it, and it'll still be in non high def. We're sorry. You're actually watching this live, and we're in standard depth. Accept my apologies. I'm probably not even on the screen. I mean, I think standard depth stops like right about here. My guest tonight is Keith Statenfield. I was going to say nice things about you. Yeah, but, but we ran out of time. We ran out of time. We ran out of time, yeah. so I got to skip that part. Yeah. And get on to the part where I say, we'll be taking your tweets. Sure. You can tweet us tonight at John Wants Answer. Yeah, if you're watching this live, let me know if I'm on screen. <laughs> um, and if you don't want to tweet us, go to the website, go to johnwantsanswers.com. Yeah. And then click on contact us. All right, we got a lot to talk about tonight. So I'm going to get right into it. Our first topic Keith and John, get it on. Yeah, we're going to see it. Yeah, going to pay attention to that. Okay, as regular viewers remember, sure. we are in the midst of a Two and a half year contest. Yes. To see if you can get the most votes in the primaries for governor of California. Yes. 2022. Yes. The news has come out. Some other guy Some is other running guy against is also us. doing it. All, well, he's not doing a contest with us. Or he, he just, actually wants to be governor. I don't know if he wants to be governor. Let's listen to this story on the internet. A San Francisco man is going to extreme lengths to call out Facebook's controversial policy of allowing politicians to run false ads on its platform. Last Monday morning, Adriel Hampton registered as a candidate in California's 2022 gubernatorial election. Ooh. Not with the goal of becoming governor, but so he can run false Facebook ads of his own. Okay. 
Uh, Facebook allows politicians, including candidates for public office, to run ads on its platform that are not fact-checked. So he found a loophole. He found a loophole. So the politicians drawn criticism from Democrats, who like to be honest, who say it will help President Trump's re-election campaign. Former Vice President Joe Biden's campaign wrote to Facebook asking the company to remove a false ad the Trump campaign ran about Biden in Ukraine earlier this month. Facebook denied Biden's request. Yeah. So, official policy of Facebook is if you're a candidate for governor or for any office, office, you can say whatever you want what and they'll like, take what down. What about like homeowner board president? I think that's not public office. No. That's a private office? <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, were you, were you going to run uh, face, fake ads against your competitors? Against other people? Sure, I could do that. I could, I could diss other homeowners associations. Yeah. Like those, those Casa de Vallum people. Always raising their rates. Yeah. And they're pocketing the money. Let me, let me explain to you. Their driveway is not smooth. <laughs> like when you drive to visit someone there... There's a pothole you got to yeah. go around. And when you go in the house, there's, there's mold in the ceiling. Well, that would be that would be owner responsibility. I thought the roof. Don't you guys pay for your roofs? Roofs well, yeah, but outside the house. I mean, there's mold. Well, you get mold in the house because there's water coming out of the roof. Uh, it assumes facts, not an evidence. <laughs> exactly. We're lying. Come on, we're lying here. Um, so what I've noticed from this article yes. is that we, we can already file to run for governor. I, I was led to believe it to wait like two years. Seems really early. But this man has already filed. Well, if you notice, the story continues to go on that he's planning to lie. Yes. What if he's lying to Facebook about having registered to run for governor? Well, but this article was on CNN. CNN doesn't lie. But he li he might lie to CNN. You think he would lie to CNN? Uh, it's been done before. Who Who's lied to CNN? Theoretically, it's been done before. Are I mean, you going to run ads on Facebook with lies about me? I mean, I wasn't going to, but, yeah. you know, it's, it's, it's just very tempting. I have seen your website. Yeah. I, and there's, I think there's some lies already on the website about well, me. Well, that's not Facebook, though. That's, <laughs> that's so, just the First Amendment. You can't keep me from putting lies on my on, on internet. anyone but johnforgovernor.com website. Mm. <laughs> um, so I think this guy's goal is really to get Facebook to like step up and stop letting people sure and I think Facebook is definitely going to say we will not take your money which no one and, and not run your ads for governor and no one will care about you give us the money he's going to run lying ads about Mark Zuckerberg is what he said They'll, they'll have, like, a no-ads-about-Mark-Zuckerberg clause. <laughs> okay. Wait, is Mark Zuckerberg running for governor? No, but he's just going to... But candidates can say lies about anything, I guess. Not what? just other candidates. That's insane. I thought you could only lie... I mean, I can lie about other people on my anyone but John for governor .com If you website? have a list of enemies that you want to tell I, lies about, I do have a, I do have a list of enemies, come yes. to think of it. <laughs> I've got a list, too. Think we have any, any of the same names on our list? I bet we do. <laughs> okay. All right. So, 
That is lies. I, I'm still confused. Are you going to pay Facebook to run ads? I, I, I may. Yeah. Now, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna say lies because no, I'm running just, a clean campaign. The truth is a very, very fuzzy concept. <laughs> One person's truth and that person's alternative fact. Yes. 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 I'm not, for example, gonna run ads on Facebook saying you're still Canadian. I'm still. I am still Canadian. Well, I'm not going to do that. Okay. So you won't run an ad saying a true thing. I'm not going to run truthful ads. That would be insane. I mean, yeah. You should run those. Okay. I don't think I think I'll run an ad that same a Canadian though. That doesn't seem relevant to the campaign of running. Well, for now governor. I have now I have to run an ad saying you're Canadian. Okay. Because you're denying it. I'm not, I'm not denying it. You're denying. You denied your Canadian heritage. Your home country will turn against you. No one in Canada oh, yeah. is going to vote for you for governor. I, I, I believe promise. It. I believe it. Okay. Our next topic is... Now, we need a name for this segment. I have a new segment. I want a good name for it. It's like viewers write in asking for advice. Okay. And then we give them advice. Okay. Bad mm -hmm. advice with John and Keith. Our next topic, bad advice with John and Keith. Producer credit. <laughs> it's like a writer credit, if anything. Okay, I want a writer credit. Okay, done. Okay, this is an actual email that I received. Oh, okay. it's an email. So it's sure. like a message on Facebook. You're already lying. I'm going to read it as a, in a Casey Kasem voice, like it's a long distance dedication. I'm looking forward to this. Hey, John. Wanted to pick your brain for advice. A young man named Eric, uh, that's all, I, that's, I'll just say it, call him Eric. I okay. Want to Is his guy. name Eric? From Fruitvale, BC, just graduated from the University of Calgary. I mean, just outed him. How many Eric's can there be in Fruitvale, Canada? Aren't there like University 17 people in Fruitvale total? Yeah. <laughs> no, it's 2,000 people. Okay, I'm going to say three Eric's. So, Eric got a Bachelor of Science in Software Engineering. Wow. From the uh, University of Calgary oh. Schulich School of Engineering. Fun fact, I went to the Schulich School of Business at York University in Toronto. Wow, was it? So Seymour Schulich is just like buying up buildings like crazy in Canada and get them named after himself. Apparently. Maybe he, maybe he donated money and built the college. We didn't build it because it existed long before he wow. named these. He uh, graduated with distinction. He got a 3.88 out of 4 GPA. Oh, that's not bad for not Canada. Bad. Yeah, more than I got. I mean, do you, do you multiply it by 0.8 or something? Or no, you don't. No, you don't. Um, he got these academic excellence scholarships. He's on the dean's list. Sure. Okay, so apparently he's a graduate. In pretty much every way he's better than guy. me. Um, he's my son's good friend. Smartest kid in 25 years of teaching grade 7. So the guy writing me is a teacher. Well, now you outed him too. That's okay. How many grade seven teachers can there be in Fruitvale, <laughs> comma, Canada? I'll bet he teaches in trail, where the high school is. Okay. Um, I went to high school and elementary school with this teacher. Okay. Yeah, so that's what I know. Um, he's looking for guidance on finding a job. So I took it upon myself to ask someone like yourself with the knowledge and experience second to none. Ah. So I got him fooled. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> So the question is, how would a graduate from university get a job in high tech? In Canada. He, 
He'll work anywhere. He'll work here. Well, I'm, I'm not sure if he will. I mean, there are like visa requirements. Yeah. They, Let's not suggest he break the law and no, no, sneak no. across the border into America at 2 o'clock. Look, I got a job in America when I was in Canada. I'm just saying, if you, do it. if you head over to Minnesota and you get to where Route 17 crosses into Canada and you go about 300 yards to the right of the road, there are two tall trees, and if you go between the two tall trees, there's a tiny trail there, and if you follow the trail for about three miles, you get to a nice house with a lady that'll get you a job in America. Is this the Underground Railroad you're talking about? Okay. This is what I did when I graduated. Okay. I sent out resumes. Wow. Left and right. Like, I mailed them, because that's before the internet. <laughs> I'm going to fax yet. them. I, I faxed resumes or emailed resumes. Just cold calls, right? And I call them on the phone and say, hey, man, do you get my resume? I'm John. Can I have a job? This is Johnny. Yeah, I you suppose. My, yeah. You get my resume? Did, the, did you do the Casey Kasem voice? No, not back then. Hi, this is John. I can't do Casey Kasem. I should have well, practiced more. Jenny, you should have. On yeah. the, I listen to him every Sunday. They replay his TV show, his radio show, oh, every cause, Sunday. Because he's dead. He's Isn't dead. He? Yeah. yeah, he's dead. Um, so I sent out resumes. Isn't Casey Kasem's show like the top hits of the week? Top, the top 40 countdown from the 80s. He so retired like, in 1988. They're replaying the so old like shows. So like definitionally they're wrong. Like they're not the top hits anymore. Not anymore, no. Okay. Good thing we got a lot of frequencies. <laughs> um, so I got lucky. I sent my resume out to a consulting company. Sure. And they didn't know any better, so they hired me for a okay. contact position. That's, yeah. And I worked three months, and I didn't know what I was doing. Um, oh, don't admit that on TV, John. Well, okay, here's the thing. They hired... You're going you're to give the whole consulting industry a black eye. <laughs> they hired a bunch of, like, new graduates at a university yeah. to do this project for Petro Canada. So all these new kids in a room, like, well, there must have been, like, 12 of us. Are, are we helping Eric from and, Canada? Yeah, it's coming up. Okay. And so, at the time I didn't realize this, but soon after, after I got my real first job, my first real job, I realized none of us knew what we were doing. And so that thing got canceled and they had to throw it all away. Okay. Um, and that's how I got that that's, job. That's true a lot. Like, I frequently have no idea what I'm doing <laughs> until I'm done. And then I look back, and I'm like, well, I guess that's what I did. <laughs> what was your first job out of university? Uh, out of university, I worked for a company in Madison called Persoft that made terminal emulators. But I didn't make terminal emulators. I was working on this new product they had bought from their CEO's cousin, <laughs> which organized information. Okay. It was called Eyes, I-Z-E. That's the uh -huh. end of the word, organize. Oh, was it? it was it was like Google Text Search except 30 years ago. Was it any good? Um, it was okay. Did it ship? It ship. Yeah, the Windows version shipped. Okay. The Mac version didn't. How did you get that job? Uh, I was at college. Uh huh. In my little collegey computer science building, and then I looked over at the board and it said, "Persoft is coming by. Get some free food and." soda uh -huh. and I walked up to the second floor and there were people there and they said hey have some free soda and food free we're, we're, a good are you interested point. in getting a job we're mm -hmm. hiring and I gave them my name and then I sent them a resume and then they were like sure we'll give you a job 
Did you have an interview? I, I might have. You might have. I don't remember. Yeah, it wasn't much of an interview. Okay. How long did you work there for? Like seven months. Seven months. Yeah, they laid me off. They laid you off. Yeah, because oh. it turns out there's there's no money in uh, text search when computers still mostly had floppies. Yeah, yeah. What was your next job after that? Well, then I, then I, I consulted in Madison for a couple months. Mostly just like people would go, we need help writing code. Mm -hmm. And then I'd show up at their office. Like I worked on a, a network thermal printer. Wow. For like six weeks that apparently ended up in supermarkets for a long time. Oh. How'd you get that job? Uh, I think the people at Persoft went, we did layoffs and then people called us and said, hey, can you give us the names of the people you laid off? Because we need people to write code for thermal printers. And I went there, and they were like, we'll give you 20 bucks an hour. And I was like, well, that's wow. more than I was making a purse off. That's good money. So your career really took off. Like when you three got... months later, when I, I interviewed and got a job at Apple. Okay. How did you get that job? Um, Apple came to campus to interview. Were you still in college? Or you just uh, I wasn't. Out? But you could, you could use recruiting services at the university for 12 months after you graduate. Oh, wow. So I was still legal. Okay. You know, they, I think they want to make their numbers look good. Uh -huh. So I drove back over to campus. Mm -hmm. Like someone said, hey, Apple's coming. And I was like, no, I check the darn recording board every week and they're not there. And they're like, no, Apple's coming to the business school. Business And I was school. like, that's kind of weird, but <laughs> I want to work at Apple and have wanted to work at Apple since I was 12. Oh. So I went over to the business school and interviewed and I brought my copies of Call Apple magazine, which I had written articles for and my copies of Nibble magazine, which I'd written articles for. Right. And those poor people who were trying to hire software engineers had been getting business students coming in all day <laughs> who only knew how to write in COBOL. And they were like, this is terrible. I don't know why we they came here. They went to the wrong building. And then they looked yeah. at my resume and went, you're our guy. And pretty much offered me a job on the spot, but it took them four months to free up a rack. Now, you had an article in Nibble. Yeah, I was a contributing editor in Nibble. What? And when did, I was 13. Wow. I didn't tell them. And that, That's another thing. If you're looking for a job, don't tell people you're 13. <laughs> just send letters and sound like an adult, and they will just mail you checks. Didn't that article appear in a movie called Terminator? A tiny, a tiny part of that article was used for the graphic effects for one of those articles, because I had uh -huh. many articles in that book. Mm -hmm. It was in the first Terminator 1 movie. So you must have made a lot of money off that. Not a dime. Not a dime? No, I didn't even make a dollar. Wow. You might have gotten screwed. So, and then you've been at Apple forever since then. Yeah, I never left. Never left. They hired you in college. Yeah, I just lucked, yeah. Into, I lucked into all my jobs. That's pretty much how it works. That's good. That's, that's the tip, Eric. Just it's luck into luck. all your jobs. <laughs> so, I had that dumb I job. I bought Amazon in 1997. <laughs> um, I had that dumb consulting job, right? Sure, dumb consulting job. But um, even but, then I impressed them. But that lines you up for the next line me up. dumb job? Well, okay, so I had that job. Um, it failed, but they seemed to, to see, they saw something in me. Okay, they were like, this guy and doesn't know what he's doing. It was a contract position. It was only meant to be three months long. After three months, I went to them and said, look, contract's up. I know you want me. Let's talk. Offer me a job. Sure. And they did. Wow. But they then, also didn't know what they were doing. <laughs> but, okay, I was in university, 
I took a course in programming Unix and C. Ooh. And I impressed the instructor. Like, all the kids were, like, joking about how I'm taking all the grades from the whole class for myself. Wow. Because doing so well. That's very surprising because I know you now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so then the instructor of that class remembered me okay. and called me up or emailed me or something and said, sure, hey, he probably called you. I'm working for this other company uh -huh. and you impressed me yes. in my class, so I want you to apply for a job at this company. Wow. And so I did. Were you writing Unix and C? No. So I got, so they interviewed me. Okay. They hired me. Yes. And then the first day they said, Here's the Macintosh you'll be working on. And I was like, Macintosh? I've never programmed a Macintosh before. Well, no one and had. It never came up during the they, interview. They were appliances. Yeah. So um, I got hired and did Mac software. Wow. And I worked on that for about two years. Mac app? Was it in Mac app? It was in uh, Code Warrior. What's that? Code Warrior? What's that framework they had? Power, Power Plant? Power Plant. Oh, good Lord. Yeah. Hey, we used Power Plant and Apple. so easy. We used Power Plant and Apple. Um, so anyways, I'm at that job. I had to teach myself assembly to write, map, to write Mac code. I impressed my manager. Okay. Uh, you might know him, Roger, Roger Pantos. Pantos. Yeah. So he got a job <laughs> at Apple. Yes. He left my yes. company. My company was a sinking ship. Yeah. So he well, got off the ship, went I mean, to Apple. Apple. Then I'm just I saying, they hired him. you, hmm? thinking you knew what you were doing. Well, I don't think he hired me. No, but they did. That's why they yeah. were, yeah, once Roger was gone. <laughs> so then I emailed Roger yeah. saying, I, I need a what? job. I'm on a sinking ship. He's like, I know. I know. And so then I said, give me a job. And, and he sent my resume to the right people. Yeah. And they interviewed me. Yeah. And by, by this time, I knew what I was doing. Wow. And so I impressed them all enough that they hired me. Okay. And so I've. Uh, that seems plausible. So I worked at Apple for many, many years. Many, many years, yeah. And I worked in the iPod division. Yeah, I heard you I, invented the iPod, as I understand. A, that's the story I like to tell. Yeah. And so then uh, people left Apple and started a new company called Nest. Yeah. And I worked with them. Yeah, yeah I hear you invented the Nest. So I wouldn't say I interviewed at Nest. No. I just showed up and said, hey, give me a job. And they said, we know you. We know you. Yeah. Sure, you're yeah. You're the guy that did the thing with Power Plant. And then, then Google bought Nest. Now I'm at Google. Yeah. So. Yeah, how's that, go? how's that working out? Yeah. Yeah. They pay me a lot of money. You get free searches? Ten free searches a month. Wow. Yes. That's a, yes. I mean, how do they, how do they handle that on your, on your uh, 1099? I don't think we, we talk about that too much on the okay. 1099. We don't, we, don't, we don't confess to tax fraud on okay. TV, people. So here's the advice to new grads sure. after all that. Yeah, get lucky. Get lucky. And call Roger. Um, impress people. Yes. Send out resumes to lots of companies. Sure, I mean, none of this works anymore, but yes, do all okay. these things. Um, this one, here's a good one. Get an internship. Yeah, yeah, get an internship, really. We, we hire a lot of our interns. At Apple, we get interns at Nest and yeah. Google. Yeah. And if you're good, then we'll hire you. Yeah, pretty much. After you graduate. Yeah. So hopefully- Oh, here's a tip I heard just today. Uh -huh. Like if you're applying for a job, copy the entire description of the job and paste it at the bottom of your resume in white text so it doesn't show up. So then but all the automatic it. programs that just look at the words in your resume think you're a perfect match. That, that's amazing. That's yeah. great. Yes. Do yes. that, Eric. <laughs> um, 
So here's an idea I, I had, and I, I talked to a director at Google yesterday. Wow. And said, director at Google, what tips do you have okay. for people We're hired? not supposed to approach the directors at my company. I know. Yeah. I did that too many times. Yeah. That's what I Google for. That's the um, He said, do hobby projects. So, like, make a website or make some free yeah. applications. Contribute to Oprah, yeah. I mean, truthfully, if you... If you have something people can look at, especially yeah. if you've been active in the community, Ex it's a lot more likely a big company is going to notice you. So experience is the key thing to have. Yeah. And to get experience, if you don't have a job, doing all these other things will give you experience and coding. So there's lots of, lots of code. But uh, in practice, most people are going to work at smaller companies first. First. Unless and a lot of people are going to work at smaller companies their entire career. And that's the big companies fine. have a lot of engineers. Just, yeah, but, but there are a lot there of small be, companies. There must be hundreds of engineers at Google. Oh, yeah, we've got, we've got several dozen at my company. I know, right? <laughs> so, I mean, there's a lot of small companies that have, like, two or three engineers. Two or three, and we've got, like I said, yeah. at least it might be five dozen. Well, between the two of us, easily 200. Sure. I, I mean, there's a lot of people at Google. There's, there's Bob. And Jim, and Fred. I don't know Fred. You don't know Fred? I, know, I do know Fred. Yeah. Sometimes they call him Wilfredo. Yeah. Sometimes they call him Wilfredo. But he's Fred. Everyone calls him Fred. <laughs> um, do you interview people? Occasionally. What kind of questions do you give them during interviews? Um, they always kind of tr say, you guys in this hour should talk about this stuff, and you guys should talk about this stuff, and you guys should talk about And I never do that. I just yak at them for an hour, and I, like, oh. ask them oh, just so what she or he has done in the past and what problem were there and describe how you fix things. And An interview at Apple or Google is an all-day affair. Yeah, it's an all-day affair. Yeah. You get lunch. Like they feed you. Yeah. Yeah, and coffee. They took me to a restaurant that's now closed down. Oh. The Italian restaurant. On yeah, everyone every went to the Italian restaurant. It's gone. It's gone. Yeah. Yeah, I was terrified after I got there because I ordered spaghetti. Uh huh. And then after the waiter went away, I was like, I have a freaking white shirt on. What was I thinking ordering spaghetti? <laughs> then I was paranoid the entire lunch. I was like eating like really careful. Didn't you see what the other engineers were wearing at the same time? Oh, I already felt bad in a suit. You were in a suit? Yeah, I was insane. <laughs> yeah. Even I knew. My mother had lied to me. She, she had convinced me that if you're interviewing for a big Fortune 500 company, you got to wear a suit. Mm -hmm. She even bought me suits so I'd have to wear. And then 20 years later, I donated them to Goodwill. Two of them I had never had on. Oh, wow. Yeah, the last one I'd had on when I interviewed. Yeah. And I went to a funeral in it twice. Oh, yeah. That's not a good ratio. Yeah, you don't have to write that when you donate it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> now they stopped letting making me, letting me interview. I, I don't interview people anymore. Okay. Not for like six years. I don't know why. They didn't tell me why. I I have my suspicions. <laughs> but from what I've heard, if they're going to ask you technical questions, they're not so interested in you getting the right answer. They want to see how your mind works and how you try to attack the problem to try and find an answer. Sure. That's what they tell me. Yeah. They say, they tell me like when I used to interview, they say ask them a technical question and then see how they struggle. Okay. Yeah. I um, mean, I could never get another job. That's why I can never leave where I work now. Like I, 
Like, what, what would I do in an interview? <laughs> I'd just freeze up. Just try not to swear too much. Okay. Yeah, yeah that's good advice. Another tip, Eric. Don't swear. <laughs> don't swear too much. Okay. He's Canadian. They don't swear, do they? Um, looks like we're running out of time. Yeah. Close. So let's talk about impeachment. What about the tweets? Oh. <laughs> well, good thing the music didn't come on. We didn't talk about tweets now. What is tonight's topic? Well, we only went through that. Yeah, we did. Okay. Do we have any more tweets? Um... Oh, there's more tweets. Oh, there's a whole pile of tweets. See? Um, People are going to be disappointed if we didn't go into the tweets. You're qualified for governor because you haven't held office, lower office. We're not qualified for governor. No, no, just there's no no risk. Um, What if you have a job and then capitalism ends? I don't know if that... That's a... That's a two-philosophical for me. Maybe you could... Get a sheep and farm. What false Facebook ad would you run about Keith Explains? I would say it's an entertaining show. Yeah. Big lie. Big, Big lie. lie. Huge, huge lie. You could learn something from that show? Huge lie. Big lie. Yeah. Big lie. Bigly. Yeah. Um, your description of the lady in Minnesota was an episode of Handmaid's Tale. Handmaid's Tale. Yeah. Sure. Okay. Really? Because I don't watch that show. I don't either. You, you don't, oh, so just apparently I know things. <laughs> you know things. <laughs> Keith was in a Schwarzenegger movie. Yeah, I was. Schwarzenegger became governor. Yes. Keith is running for governor. Yes. Coincidence? Coincidence? Yes. Yes. 